Hello and welcome to this week's episode of 2000s Trash, where every week we revisit a 2000s film with a trashy reputation and discuss all the wonderfully bad things about it. My name is Mike, and with me, like every week, is... Your co-host, Patrick, he's here, in the house. What are you talking about? I'm in a house, so, you know, I, I am in the house. Yeah, but is it the house? Knows. Yeah, we're in Wait, the house. who's that other voice? Oh, it's Henna. <gasps> Guest starring two weeks in a row is the Henna Chronicles of the podcast. Oh, God, it is. hell yeah. <laughs> We've entered that phase. Yeah, we're, we're out of the Edwin phase. We might go back there, who knows. <laughs> yeah, maybe. When you least expect it. Probably next week. Yeah, probably next week. Uh, what did you watch? Uh, I haven't watched too much. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching the new episode of The Boys after this podcast, though. But uh, I watched Teenage Bounty Hunters mostly uh, this week. Okay. I also watched <laughs> Teenage Bounty Hunters. Yeah. That's roughly all it's I've a, seen. It's a pretty good teen show. Some of the stuff's a bit cringy, but it's, it's all right. I agree. It's still pretty good. Cringy in what yeah, way? it's all right. Like, it's very, like, high school humor, which I guess is okay. what it's targeted to. Yeah. Like, um, people just saying, like, a boss? No, it's kind <laughs> of like, it's like horny teenagers kind of thing. Okay. So people yeah. saying, um, um... Being like, I've got to save myself to, for marriage. Like, the first scene of the show is literally like, I'm saving myself for marriage, and then they have sex. That's yeah, like that's the first silly. ten minutes of the show, yeah. It's a great opener. Yeah. A bit silly. Yeah, they, they become they become teenage bounty hunters if you can believe the title, and Whoa. then it's like two. It, they're, they're in the south of America, so the town's a bit you know kind of uh it's <laughs> racist. Oh yeah, and like it's about them like just being horny girls, I guess, and also being bounty hunters and wanting to help out this bounty hunter person that's giving them jobs and stuff. Wow. Yeah, and just some hijinks between the teenagers. Is it good though? Uh, it's okay. All right. It's not it's not super boring, but some of the stuff's just a tiny bit cringeworthy. It does but drag it's, it's okay. on a little bit, like tiniest bit, but there's only like Fair. eight episodes, so it's still pretty short. Why do I get followed by fucking catfish accounts on Letterboxd? Like, what? Why are you on Letterboxd? Yeah, I know. I get I I've got like three followers on there that aren't you and Thomas, and they're just like catfish accounts. <laughs> Why would you go on Letterboxd to catfish people? I don't know, people are horny. They want the film people. Yeah, they want the, the filmmakers to make some pornographic films with them. Or just, you know, they just want the filmmaker's credit card number because they want that, like, negative $2 on the filmmaker's cards. That's true. Is that everything you, you watch, watched? Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing I remember. Otherwise, I watched, like, uh, just YouTube videos and stuff and played Among Us because that's the popular thing at, of the time, the moment, the now. It is. That's what all the cool kids That's how you know future listeners when this was. Yeah. What a time. COVID's still a thing. <laughs> it is. Probably for quite a while. Yeah. And yet people are like, open the borders. Yeah, you can relate if you're uh, anywhere centre-left and you're a Queenslander. Every single state's going, oh, well, New South Wales specifically is going, open the borders. You're destroying the economy. Open border. But yeah. if there's no no healthy people, then what's the point of having an economy? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Stupid. Money. Yeah, watch out for those people with car profile pictures <laughs> on Twitter. They'll they'll show you how conservatives real do. Oh yeah. 
and they'll have like one selfie that's way too close to their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's them. Mike, you've dealt with them before? Uh, look, I won't get into it. I want to know what kind of films they're watching, to be honest. They just watch like the same Chronicles two movies, probably. Yeah, Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> they watch they watch the Matrix and don't realize it's a analogy like uh, for trans. Then they find out and they're like, "That's dumb." Yeah, and then they uh, cancel the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, this eyes, was my favorite movie. To watch it. No, I don't watch it anymore. I like the Matrix, but the other two aren't that good because they're closer to the left values. Yeah, same with Fight Club, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's literally against capitalism, but capitalists are like, "Oh yes, yes, it's a perfect movie." Yeah, anarchy. But I hate anarchists in real life, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's facts. I watched a few things this week, I think. Tell me about it. Okay, I watched um I watched six things. I rewatched two things. I rewatched the social network. Th- Scream? Oh yeah, three things. I rewatched <laughs> <laughs> The Social Network. That was the first one I rewatched. Nice. It's a good movie. It was the tenth anniversary. I yeah, like, I saw you retweeting stuff about it on this anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It's a good movie. It's like the quickest like two hour movie ever. It's like all just, di- just so excited. It's all dialogue and all just like, you know, business talk. But it's like done so well. Like every line is like so memorable. I don't know. It's just a, it's really well structured. Aaron Sorkin knows what he's doing. I'll get into him so, as well. Soon, so what you're saying is, uh, watch the Social Network. Watch it. Andrew Garfield's in it. He's the best part because he's like the only character you can root for because everyone else is terrible. <laughs> he does a little dance at a Caribbean I want to see night. Andrew Garfield dance. Yeah, his dance is. Does really he go? Good. That's the question. Close. His accent slips a lot, but I'll forgive him. <laughs> God damn, it also has British the most r- realistic sound design for a nightclub scene. And the fact that <laughs> it's just hear anything. Yeah, it's just so loud, and you can barely hear the dialogue. But it's like mixed in a way where you actually can hear the dialogue pretty well but it just sounds like it's drowned out i don't know i don't know how they did it i like that that's pretty good but it's so loud every time i watch it on a tv you have to turn down that scene <laughs> it's too loud imagine seeing it in cinema your ears would be bursting yeah and the characters aren't just talking casually they're actually like yelling to like so they can hear each other okay i like that that's a good detail yeah because in nightclub scenes and movies it's like people just talking normally while the music's like it's like why is it so quiet what's the name of that song i think i've heard it before it feels like i do that's the name oh nice (laughs) is that the intro for this week again it wasn't audience you Um, already know oh okay (laughs) i also rewatched drive just because you know yeah i I fucking saw people um like posting that on facebook when i did a quick scroll today that drive i love that movie it's pretty good yeah, it's really good. I really like the part where it goes, real human being. That's my favorite yeah. bit. It's like a weirdly wholesome movie, but it's also very gratuitous. Hey, Ooh. audience, did you know that, uh, what's that game? Hotline Miami is based off a of drive. Specifically the last third. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, some people okay. don't like that movie. Cause they're Drive's like, really good. <laughs> yeah, I remember when it came out, everyone was like hating on it. But I don't know. I liked it at the time, and I still like it now. It was probably can... part of the phase where everyone's like, Ryan Gosling's not a real actor, he just rom-com man. No, well, everyone was saying like it was too arty, and like I think it was because the trailers advertised it as an action movie. So people <laughs> went into it with different expectations. Which I guess makes yeah. sense. 
But now it's like a cult classic, especially among like film people. Definitely. I love it. I do understand if people think it's like a bit too violent out of nowhere, but I don't know. I feel like that's just the director's style. I mean, it builds up to it because it's like mobsters all the way through the movie. Yeah. It's it's a bit of shocking like when it happens though, because just suddenly it's like gore. And like people's faces getting stomped in. Yeah. That's the best bit. What are I guess you talking about? That's why it's effective, though, I think. Yeah. It it's also goes by really movie. quick. Everyone says it's, like, so slow. Nah, it's a pretty quick movie. But every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, it's already up to this bit. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it, like... I watched it a lot last year and the year before. Yeah. I, I really want to like... watch Blade Runner 2049 now. Or oh, 2048, yeah, I don't remember good. what it is. The new one. Everyone loves 2040 that 2040 something. 49? I think 49. Yeah, because I think, yeah, the original's, like, in 2019. Right, 2019, yeah. Yeah. And it's 30 years. It's 30 years. Oh, I found out a fun fact about Blade Runner. They reused, um, like, landscape shots from The Shining in the theatrical cut. Yeah, they did. <laughs> oh. I only found that out recently because For the of the bad games. ending. Yeah. I've never <laughs> seen that version. through the forest. Yeah, I've never seen that version, but I've seen, like, the clips from it to know that it's, like, eh. Hannah has only seen the theatrical cut, because that's, oh, whatever, no. for whatever reason, Netflix uploaded that version. I'm like, oh, this horrible. is stupid. I hated the whole thing. I think the they've fixed it now. The best part about that version is, uh, he say N-word, haha. Oh. This is really bad. I did not enjoy that movie. No, nah, the, the actual, the director's cut is way better. Yeah. Because it doesn't have monologue happening the whole time in Deckard's head. It was really bad. <laughs> there's like yeah. seven different versions, but there's like a lot of them are very similar. Yeah, I think there's they like. Are, they, I mean, because they have the same beats, but it's better when there's no monologue. But apparently, the reason it was released like that was because test audience couldn't understand what was going on in the movie. Yeah, it's annoying. The only yeah, like stupid. main versions are that one, director's cut, then final cut. I think Final yeah, I Cut's like, the cleanest one. It definitely is, because the director's cut's like a couple hours, and then the Final Cut is like half an hour, 45 minutes less or whatever. Yeah, Final Cut's... I think Final Cut's like the director's cut, but everything's just a bit more polished and tightened up a bit. Give me the Final Cut, and then let me watch 2049. Yeah. Do it. I'll quickly I haven't seen talk... that since it was in cinema. Oh, really? Yeah. It's pretty good. I think I saw it. It is really good. I saw it a few times in cinemas, I think. I can't remember. I'll quickly talk about the other movies I watched. (laughs) I watched Scream, Scream 2. I wasn't really paying attention because it was at a party, so they were kind of just on. But uh, Scream 1's alright. I've never been a big fan of it. Doesn't it have Shaggy in it? It does. He's the killer, maybe. Oh, is it? Spoilers for Scream. That's funny. Um, Yeah, Scream 1's pretty good. It's a bit too meta. To where it's like kind of just like not clever. Well, maybe it made the tropes. I think it did. Maybe that's why I was never a big fan of it. Because it's like making fun of things, then the movie just does the things. It's like, that's not. You have to kind of do something more interesting with it. You're just like, I thought they were going to do something there, but they didn't do it. They did the thing I was expecting. Yeah, they did the (laughs) thing they were just making fun of. (laughs) But I guess it's iconic and whatever. Uh, The second one, I don't remember very well. It's, yeah, I don't know how to talk about it. I don't remember it. I remember Jada Pinkett Smith was in it, then she dies. And then I remember, mm. um, what's his name? 
Yeah, anyways, what, next movie. What is his name? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. I was, I was speaking of, like, horror thriller movies, I want to rewatch the Evil Dead trilogy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should do it. It's so good. I'll watch Hannah, we should watch it. It's good. Is it okay? Sure. Yeah, they're, they're good movies. I'll watch it. I haven't watched them before. I'll watch it. They're pretty good. They're fun. <laughs> should we watch the first one, Mike? The classic? Yeah, you got to watch all three. What was its budget? Like, three grand or something? I oh, know. It was a bit more than that. I thought it was three grand, but it's more. Okay. Yeah, because that movie, like, they're just in a shack the whole time. It's like the movie. Yeah. Sam Raimi just running around. Yeah, and then the second movie is hilarious because it becomes a horror comedy. Oh, wait, have I seen these movies? No, I don't believe so. No? Oh, okay. It's got Bruce Campbell thinking. in it, if you know who Bruce Campbell is. I have no idea. He was the coach in Sky High. <laughs> yes. And, and the wrestling um, announcer in Spider-Man. And also <laughs> the ballet in uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> And also the the doctor surgeon or whatever, I think. Well, so many right. roles. Yeah. Oh, because he cameoed because he was in Sam Raimi's mm. Evil Dead, which was his breakout movies. Oh. And then he'd made Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I love them Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, not gonna lie. Yeah, they're good. What else did you watch, Mike? I watched two things in the cinemas, actually. <gasps> the cinema. <gasps> Speaking of Aaron Sorkin before the Social Network, I watched his new movie. It's called The Trial of the Chicago 7. It's like a 60s-based um, political drama. It's based Cute. all around this like um, court case in the 60s where these dudes were on trial. It's got Sasha Brown Cohen in it and a bunch of other cool dudes. It's pretty I like good. That guy. It's actually on Netflix soon in like a couple An weeks. An audience, if you don't know, Sasha Brown Cohen. Borat 2. Oh, yeah, Borat 2. That's coming out soon. That's exciting. I'm excited to see it. Amazon Prime exclusive or whatever. Yeah, and this one's actually a Netflix exclusive, but it had, like, a weekend cinema release. So oh, I got, I'll nice. see it. And I was kind of half asleep watching it, so it's kind of good that's coming to Netflix soon. <laughs> so it's just like uh, when you're watching Bloodshot where you fell asleep during the, the climax. Pretty much, <laughs> but this was, this was way, way better than Bloodshot. <laughs> Well, uh, not to do too many spoilers, but Bloodshot opens very similarly to the movie we watched this week. It does. Maybe that's Vin Diesel's thing. Yeah. I mean, I'd recommend this movie when it comes to Netflix in a couple of weeks, because, you know, it's, it's good dialogue. It's interesting. Um, it's interesting true story that happened. Ooh. And, yeah, good, good acting's all around. And good dialogue. Aaron Sorkin does his thing. He makes otherwise boring movies entertaining. Which but the cool. social network, because I know uh, the Zuck isn't really an exciting person. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you see those biopics all the time where it's just, like, account-by-account account retelling of what happened. And it's like, sure, it's realistic, but, like, why am I watching this? Why is it so boring? Get me out. But the way Aaron Sorkin writes is he makes it, like, factual and, like, realistic, but he makes the characters speak um, in a way where it's, like, very movie dialogue, but it gets the points across better than just, like, if you're listening to a natural conversation. Like, he definitely has a style, kind of like a Tarantino or something, but more like... Oh, he's a little yeah. auteur. Yeah, definitely. And he directed this one, too. He's only directed another movie before. I think he's definitely a better writer than director, but he's still... You no, know, I think this is better than his previous one. Yeah. And I also watched a uh, new Sofia Coppola movie called On the Rocks. It's got Bill Murray in it. How many rocks were in it? 
Uh, no rocks, no rocks. It's, it's you know. No, what, that sucks. When you order a drink. No, you know when you I'm order gonna a drink. Have to, I'm gonna have to sue the company because I wanted more rocks in the movie, even though I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, you'll be disappointed. There was no rocks in it, but Bill Murray's in it, and he looks fucking old. <laughs> I think I saw you tweet that. Bill yeah, Murray looks old in the, the movie. The first thing I thought when he popped on screen, I was like, God, jeez, he's old. Garfield really aged him. <laughs> he was really good in this though. I can tell he likes working with this director because they did um. Lost in Translation. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Nice. I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's a I've good heard movie you too. talk about that one. This movie is um, it's pretty good. I actually liked it a lot. It's very simple, which is kind of refreshing. But uh, I can see why people might not like it, because it's basically just like this woman suspects his husband, or her husband, has been having an affair, and her dad is played by Bill Murray. And he's like, hmm, let's get to the bottom of this. And they go on like a little bit of a, a father-daughter thing. Trying to sneak like on the, um, the husband because they think he's being a bit sketchy. Shady. A bit shady. Do they and, do uh, sketches of him? They do sketches of him. Yeah. He's actually played by Marlon Wayans. So they could have done that. You know Marlon Wayans? He used no, to do all those actually. comedies. He was the white chicks guy. He was in oh, probably oh, all yeah. the scary Funny. movies. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty good. It was nice. It was short. Um, and kind of predictable, though. But you know what? Sometimes that's what you need. You can't always exactly watch... You can't always watch a dialogue 60s thriller with Sasha Baron Cohen in it. <laughs> that one time. Did you see his um, spy show? Spy show? Yeah, where Sasha Baron Cohen was like... Um, doing a dramatization of a Israeli spy on Palestine. Ah. Yeah. What's that there's called? A little, there's a little boy named Osama bin Laden in that show. He does a little <laughs> cameo. Oh my goodness. Borat 2 looks pretty good. <laughs> that's a good segue. <laughs> you were talking about Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, but that, that show's pretty good. I recommend it. It's like yeah, a maybe I will. six episode biopic dramatization of like this spy who um like got really far into like the palestine military while being a spy and then got caught mm. good antics he's all about those yeah. antics no it's actually it's not actually like uh, one of those like borat type shows it's like a serious not like thing. a hidden camera yeah like it's actually like a serious like dramatization yeah, yeah. he was in les mis i've never seen that movie I haven't seen the new version. <laughs> I've seen the How original. Oh, uh, I've like I've like seen the original. Which movie. one was the original? It was like done in like the the probably seventies. It's like uh, film cameras were no there. Good. The one that doesn't have Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I want to see yeah, the Hugh when Jackman it's not, when it's not even a musical. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, it's not. What's the point? Oh, that would have been boring. The Hugh Jackman one's all musical. <laughs> like, there's Great no dialogue. Showman. Yeah. I'm bringing it back every week. Ready to showman. <laughs> we should do that in this, even though it makes no sense. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Do it for Zendaya. <laughs> Shaking my head. <laughs> Speaking of the greatest showman, the pacifier. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, Siri. <gasps> What's the synopsis to the pacifier? Starring Vin Diesel. No, you don't need to say that. Which one? Here are some options. Which one? <laughs> It came up with Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. <laughs> Same thing. Here's info about the pacifier. 
I'm excited. Disgraced Navy SEAL Shane Wolf is handed a new assignment, protect the five plumber kids from enemies of their recently deceased father, a government scientist. Is that it? That's yeah, it. I guess that's it. When was he a disgraced person? Yeah. He got like he got like shot, and then it went to two months later. Yeah, with the Instagram font. Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how this is supposed to be a kids movie, and the dad gets shot in like the first three 15 minutes. minutes. I guess that's Disney though. They always have a have to have a dead dad. Um, true. Yeah, this time they actually show the dad before he died. Mm. They did. It's like this is my family. Yeah, this is my family. You'd love them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the actual out of dialogue this? in the movie. Hey, right, good dialogue, good dialogue. It makes me go, ha-ha. Very early 2000s Disney dialogue. Yeah, it makes me go... <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah, good. it's a bit of a weird movie. Because for a while I was like, is this pro-military? Is this propaganda? Mm. And I'm still not entirely sure. Because by the end it's kind of like he, he grows past it. But also the principal was military person and she did karate moves on the people. Yeah. So I don't know what this movie was trying to do. I yeah. don't remember it being this military based watching it as a kid. Yeah, because guess... little kids. Also, I like the bit where he just pulls the Nazi um, <laughs> um, band out. I'm like, I don't remember this being in the movie. Yeah. They do a little twist. He was in the sound of music for his yep. school play. Dyes his hair blonde and finds a Nazi band and it's like, oh. I wonder oh, what that's for. Scary. I'll give this movie points for um, taking down toxic masculinity a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Kids are allowed to be in places they want to. They can bleach their hair. I thought that was that was like a popular thing in the 2000s. You know what? I'll, I'll skip forward to one of the fun facts we're going to read. But um, when you first see that kid when he's got the shitty haircut, that's actually a wig. And his hair at the time was actually the bleach blonde. Like that makes sense. Hands. I thought because, it looked like yeah, a wig. Yeah, we were watching it and we're like, that looks like a wig. It was yeah. really bad. Yeah, it was. And yeah, then his real hair sense. was the, the bleach blonde. Yeah, because the bleach blonde didn't look like a wig when I saw that. I was like, that looks like he did that. That got, looks like actual. But then yeah, I thought, he, got a ha- he got a hair cut. And yeah. then... <laughs> I forgot what his actual hair looked like at the start, honestly, until you said that. There's a mop. It looked, yeah. yeah, literally like a, a mop that's not very good at retaining water. <laughs> it's like a mop made out of cat hair. Oh, God. Yuck. Does that's that what it look like. It's furball. Yeah. Furball. On his head. A furball on his head. Yeah. Yeah, good, good stuff. No, not good stuff. What am I talking about? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Pacifier starring Vin Diesel? It had Vin Diesel. It had um, Brittany Smurphy. It had the actress from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, Pitch Perfect. It had, had Brittany. Not Brittany Snow, who I thought it was, but she's dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. No, don't worry about it. She was an eight mile. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's the Eminem movie. Oh, we could do that in the oh. podcast. Actually, it's two thousands. Oh, my. Except they won an Oscar. That's why you won the Oscar for Lose Yourself. Eminem did a movie. Yeah, you, <laughs> it's about you know his life. the, you know Lose oh. Yourself, the Mom's Spaghetti song. That was yes. that was for that movie. Oh, like it's spaghetti. it's part of the movie. He writes it in the movie. Oh, wow, the more you know. <laughs> and he won the Oscar for it, but he didn't show up to the Oscars because he's like, fuck the Academy. Oh, jeez. Who isn't like that these days? Right. And you always see that come up on, like, Tumblr text posts where it's like, Eminem skipped the Oscars uh, because he wanted to spend time with his daughter. And everyone's like, yeah, we love Eminem. What a nice guy. It's like, I don't even know if that's true. I don't trust anything from Tumblr. 
No. They go, oh, it's, a, it's like one of those like facts that someone just like made up, and I yeah. feel like it's just Hell like yeah. circulated. He probably just didn't go to the Oscars. Maybe he was with his daughter, but that's probably not the reason why he didn't go. Like, <laughs> he, it's M, it's Eminem. He probably just didn't want to. Yeah, I don't like Eminem. I don't. I've never listened to Eminem, but it's like the I teenage to. white girl rapper that everyone listens to. I remember that he had beef with um, Machine Gun Kelly for a yeah. bit. Yeah, like he has beef with everyone. Ago. He just keeps throwing beef. It's like sit down. You're like fifty. <laughs> Had beef with a twenty-year-old. Relax. Oh my god, his last album was so bad. Sorry to go on an Eminem rant, but it was just like, <laughs> I'm not sorry. I want to hear more, Mike. All he did talk shit on him. All he did in that album was just rants about like how rappers now aren't real rappers and like all that's this stupid. Stuff. And then he just how does Eminem know what a real rapper is? He had one album and dipped, and then came back like ten <laughs> years later. He has he heaps made the of albums. Spaghetti song. Yeah, but were they good? Uh, people argue they were. I'd say some of them. Um, you had one-offs in every album. I haven't, re- I haven't revisited them, but they, yeah, they're very influential. That's well, you know what, that's Mike, one thing I you haven't visited deny. any of them. And there you go. They are influential, though. Like you wouldn't have Tyler Creator without Eminem. That's what okay. I'll say. I'll forgive him for that one thing, because I love, I love Igor. Yeah. And Flower Boy. <laughs> what are they saying about Eminem? Oh yeah, he's it's just like old men yelling at like all the. Rap music uh, back in my day, I was a rapper. He's been but a rapper. every song he does has the same flow. It does. It has yeah, I hate that voice he does too. That like raspy, like angry voice. Yeah, he's he's always so angry. He looks angry. Yeah, he had Juice World feature on a song. It's like, why are you making fun of new rappers if you have Juice World feature on a song? And he died. He released that after he died as well. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, if he made a song with Juice World, I don't think you're trying to capitalize on the fact that he died, though. I think it's just like circumstance. Yeah. I think there was some mm. sort of controversy, but I didn't look into it. Yeah. About mm. Eminem being disrespectful. I don't know. Speaking of people look angry, Vin Diesel in this movie looked angry the whole time. Also, I don't think he's acting. Angry. Well, his acting wasn't great. <laughs> like the little the, girl's acting like was the, really good. The girl, when she was like copycatting him, had a better performance than Vin Diesel did in that scene, for example. <laughs> Who is she? I looked I her know, up and she... it doesn't look like she's done much since. I swear I've like seen her in a recent movie or maybe I just remember her from this movie and don't realise it. Yeah, I, I watched this say, a couple um, times when I was a kid. The boy with um the bad hair we were talking about was um young Hayden Christensen and Jumper. Hell yeah. There you go. There's always gotta be an actor from another movie we've already done. Other than Vin Diesel, of course. Who was Riddick? And she was in the Hannah say, Montana show. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Maybe she was the friend in Hannah Montana. No, that was Emily. Oh, I don't know her last name. Emily something. Well, if you click on her, it'll show what her name is. Yeah, scroll. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't think she was a main character. Oh, maybe she was just a one-off episode and it was just saying... um. That she was in it, and this was the runtime of the the show. Okay, so she was in uh, three movies and uh, Hannah Montana for an episode or something. Who knows? Nice. But there's recent photos of her. Maybe she's like a model or something now. Maybe. I don't know, man. Hope she's doing great. Maybe. 
I hope most people are doing great. Most people? Who do you hope isn't? Uh, white supremacists. I there agree with that. Donald Trump as well. I really hope he doesn't <laughs> recover. That might be, be a bit controversial. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to this in the future, you may know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, by the next episode we find out. <laughs> by next episode? Yeah, we, we could. Yeah. But, like, he, have you seen, like, his addresses um, since uh, he went to the hospital? Because he's, like, yeah. high as he's fuck high on, on stuff. Everything. Yeah. He's on uh, some, like, medicated cocktail. He's, like, he's shit. on, like, experimental <laughs> everything, like, at the moment. He's, like, high as fuck, Damn. dude. If he doesn't die from COVID, he'll probably die from an adverse reaction from medication. <sighs> Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> Sorry, conservative listeners. I hope it's just we facts. don't have any. Yeah, same, to be honest. <laughs> um, it's checklist time. Yeah, ding, ding, checklist, ding. checklist. Yes, yes, yes. This was this... actually such a 2000s movie. Yeah, like, it's it, was, very it ticked off so many things heavy. I wasn't expecting it to. We had, first up, we had pop punk song, bonus for Smash Mouth. There was like, there was like it... five of them. It was actually three. Like five of them. My goodness. Well, we got bonus points for Smash Mouth, finally. I remember we I put that Smash there Mouth for the first. Twice in this movie. Yeah, I put that for the first episode because we had we did count the hat and that had a Smash Mouth song, and I don't think we've had one <laughs> since. But now we've had one again. <laughs> We're back on track. Back on track. Uh, original song. I don't think it had original songs. No, I thought I the Smash so. Mouth song might have been, but I looked it up and it wasn't. It was just on their album. Yeah, because <laughs> he was singing about being an ordinary super parent or something. I don't know. I'm um, an ordinary Smash Mouth. <laughs> Uh, unexplained fantasy element, not really. Nah. Um, oh, I mean the the whatever the technology made was. Yeah, that technology. That, yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> I guess. Drive. I don't know. Yeah, the ghost drive. That's what it was. Um, oh, and that vault thingy. Yeah, he's vault a scientist. I guess he makes that. No, well, you need an engineer for that, but okay. <laughs> that would have taken a lot of people to. And make an architect. That. Yeah, no, it's just him. This <laughs> is in his basement. Yeah. Where do you get all that acid from? I'd hate to have that. Oh, yeah. That's such a dangerous thing to have. Like, if you accidentally, like, fuck up a slightest bit, you'll die. Yeah, every yeah. time as well. Surely there's, like, a He could, like a he could dodge save. all those traps, but not the bullet. Yeah, that's dumb as hell. Um, <laughs> oh, we should talk about the Peter Panda dance. Oh, hell yeah. Best part <laughs> of the, the movie. Best part of the whole movie. It started his um, career, music career. Yeah, it's a little dance he has to do for the kids to help them fall asleep. And at the end of the movie... Um, that's what um, he needs to do to get past the traps. Yeah, he has to... Mike, do you know the dance a, at all? It's a Chekhov's panda dance, if, you've, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I do like me some Chekhov's panda dance. Um, that sounds like a restaurant. Panda dance. Chekhov's panda. Sounds like sounds like a, a treat. That's like true. Like a confectionery type deal, a biscuit. Oh, yeah. When you're all alone, on a, oh, I forget how it goes. I also cannot remember. That's too when hard. You're down, I don't want to lose that many brain cells. Underneath the ground, I don't know. That was the start of it. Hop three times like a kang. It's coming back to me. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna do the checklist. I wanna okay. get out. Uh, forced love interest. Yeah, they had to put a yeah, woman in definitely. there because yeah. um, he was the doing. Principal. She was also in the military. She was, no, she was also in the navy specifically. Because oh, <laughs> yeah, he was in the navy. They had right. to put her in there because Vin Diesel was like learning to be, you know, embraces, you know, non-masculine traits. So the fe- yeah, his non-military life traits <laughs> with the backstory. Yeah. So the producers were like, "I'll oh, give him a love interest." 
We can't have people think he's gay. <laughs> Not in 2005. <laughs> um, when are we doing the Simpsons movie? At some point. All right. Um, wacky transitions. I don't, uh, I don't think it had any wacky ones. It was just kind of dips and fades. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It was like basic cutting. It would dip to black very often. Um, how dare they? Yeah, how dare they? Bad fashion, yeah. Yeah. Kid was wearing a beanie hat. Like, it was a hat, but it had, like, a brim. <laughs> I mean, a beanie, but it had a brim. That's pretty. That's, that's pretty trendy. What are you talking about? No, I expect bad. nothing nothing else from 2005. Yeah. Why not? And low-rise jeans. Why they not? need to go. Need Why? to go. Just, are they coming back, they though? They just need to go. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Get them out. I've I seen disagree. Them. I've seen them. They're coming back. Oh, no. Um, I'm scared for the future now. <laughs> Uh, leather jacket, bad guys. I think the guys at the end were wearing leather. Uh, no, I, I think might not have been, leather jacket. No, it would have been like tactical gear. I don't know. Yeah, they were like disguised bad guys until they took their masks yeah. off. Bad VFX. I don't remember. Yes. Yeah. In the when. in the scene where he's like dodging all the shit, like most of that was effects. <laughs> dodging what? When was this? Like when he was in the vault and like the oh. stuff was coming down from the ceiling. Those were effects. That didn't look bad though. Uh, the one in the foreground did. <laughs> I remember. That Just rewatch like a... that one scene. I won't. Um, dated <laughs> reference. They were referencing yes. like troll dolls they, and stuff. They reference blockbuster. 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 Oh yeah, rest in peace, blockbuster. <laughs> Apparently, there's yeah, still Netflix one. Killed it. This uh, maybe the last yeah, one but... finally closed down. No, but Blockbuster doesn't exist, but they do have the individual ones that people just have the branding for. Yeah. They have like the kiosk thing. Yeah. That... Yeah. Okay. I was like, is that what you're yeah. talking about? I think no, they've they all finally closed. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was, one, there was one final one. I think it's closed, but I don't know. I'll Google it later. I know someone from our uni worked for one at Wynnum. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that was not that long ago. That was like two years ago. Yeah. And that's when that like, closed down. Um. Extreme sports. Yeah, there was jet skis. Yeah, they had the jet skis at the start, yeah. Um, Characters explaining their backstory around a campfire. Yeah. Yes, yep. <laughs> we had Vin Diesel sitting out on the porch, and he's like, you know. He even had that mood lighting from the backlight behind him. <laughs> Back when I was a kid, uh, my dad, he left, and then I got a call. No more dad. <laughs> and he was dead. No more dad. <laughs> no more dad. I never got to know what it was like being in a family until now. It's okay to be sad about your dad. Riddick. Yeah. It's all about family. That's what, oh. yeah, that's, it was all about family in the end. Yeah. Vin Diesel checklist. Hey, the family is the family you make along the way. <laughs> I feel like we need a Vin Diesel checklist. You need a separate one. <laughs> but just Vin Diesel movies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's about family, car chase. Um. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Two things. <laughs> is Hannah just going to guest star on the Vin Diesel episodes? Probably. Yeah, that's. There you go. We've established that. Well, <laughs> what will Edwin guest star on? He was on Fantastic Four and uh, Daddy Eddie Daycare. Murphy movies. I'll, get, I'll Murphy. guest star on the Fast and Furious. Uh, Edwin one. will just be on episodes that have uh, movies from the two thousands. Oh, oh so anyway. <laughs> I still think it'd be funny if we did what Thomas said and we review The Dark Knight. <laughs> no, don't don't tell the audience. No, 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 no. Uh, no that's no. right. I censored it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> What's the next thing on the checklist, by the way? Poop joke. They had too many. Oh, they were just like the Phantom Menace. He swam in poop. Oh, yeah, he really right, did. 
It was worse go. than the Phantom Menace. Mm. I like when he I like when he walks in after and then it has the note that says ha ha. <laughs> that was very funny. I like that bit. Midpoint montage there was he learnt to be a good babysitter. Yeah, and he also and learned how to interact with the kids appropriately, like he, to he taught the, spark their interest. He taught the yeah. Girl Scout well, cookies how to kick ass. He and did. taught the daughter how to drive and then oh, she yeah. did a car chase. That's where everything paid off. Yeah, everything did pay on this move. Pay off in this movie. Oh, yeah. while good Charlotte played, it's a new day. <laughs> Wait, if if everything paid off in this movie, that means the writers were competent. Oh yeah. wow! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm sure the writers of most I mean, movies are competent. I I debate that. <laughs> I don't know. I've Writing's seen some so hard. Movies, like Riddick. Oh, Do you gosh. think that was competent? <laughs> I have PTSD from that movie. I'm sure if you gave that to another director, they could do I'm something. I'm sure if it. you made the pacing like ten times faster, yes. Yeah, see, that's all in the directing. That's not the writer's fault. Yeah, true. Um, or was it written by the guy who directed it? Who knows? Only IMDb I knows. I bothered to look. Um, ever since your mother died. Um, yes, his father. <laughs> yeah, I guess that counts. And um, also, the kid's father died as well. Yes. Um, dance party at the end? Not really. No. I don't, not really. Peter, I don't even remember the, the ending. Peter they, Pan the dance. No, no, oh, that yeah. wasn't the ending. <laughs> um, they did the the play, and then it oh, ended yeah. with the guy. That's kind from of a dance party. Oh, that's Raymond. right. Yeah. But no, it's not a dance party. It was just a play. <laughs> they danced. They were dancing. The they were dancing, and they were partying. They danced in the play. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't a dance party. Yeah, it wasn't like the end of Shrek mm. where they're all singing songs yeah, that don't exist yet. Yeah. <laughs> when is Shrek set? In is it uh, is it modern afterland? Is it modern right times? The plague, but I'm guessing no, <laughs> it's in fairy tale land because all the fairy tale characters are there. But surely it's modern times, but there's fairy tale characters because they have like no, fast food. It's not modern times; it's like medieval. They still have like sticks that they light on fire. And why are they singing like Bee Gees <laughs> and like whatever they sing at the end? Because they made up the songs in that in that universe. They they had the Bee Gees. Why do they have fast food then? Because it's magic. It's magic. Magic, baby. I think it's like a Harry Potter scenario. Yeah. Harry, oh, Potter Harry Potter is all like, like in old the shit. 90s. Yeah, but it's 90s, but they use all like quills and like. Yeah, in the Wizarding World, they do. Or... The actual muggles. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. 90s technology. That's what I mean. I think the, um, the Shrek land is like a Hogwarts. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. It's just separated from society. They don't. They have actual like old timey boats, though. Yeah. I don't know. So, how can it be a modern, modern day? Because they, they sing Smash Mouth in it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's set in a modern time. Alright, I'm sure someone's done an elaborate theory. I'll find it later. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Simon Cowell's in it, though. In the second one. That's himself. That's just a reference. But he's in it. He's like, I'm Simon Cowell. That means it's modern fuck, day. Honestly, fuck Simon Cowell. I hate him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he... Looks like a fucking ham. Maybe he was displaced from time. Maybe. Have we finished the checklist yet? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Uh, in English. I think someone said that. Uh, he's standing right behind me, isn't he? No, but... Yeah, sure. Uh, name of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do actually say it. Yes, it had the best the one so far. Scene. 
They they do a wrestling thing. There's a build up to loves it. Everybody Raymond brother. He's like, puts it in his mouth. You got this one. You got this one. And my personal favorite, the, the pacifier. pacifier. It's not where I thought he would have said it in the movie. That's why it was good. <laughs> he like beats up the villain. <laughs> this is my pacifier. Puts it in his mouth. It is a move. He got the moves. Um, sad montage. Nah. No, no sad nah. montage. Screaming, then another character screams. Nah. Yes. Uh, no, but the girl screams when uh, Vin Diesel's at the door at the start. Fair. Oh, yeah, that, that was the checklist. Um, problematic commenter, I guess we have to do as well quickly. <laughs> Toxic, masculinity. Toxic masculinity, yeah. But it was also against it, so it's like. Yeah. It had it, but then it was solved. Not yeah. solved. It was the like... villain characters that were all about it. So yeah. It's like... Yeah. If it was Vin That's Diesel true. being like, why are you in a play, you little idiot? Then it'd be kind of like, mm. ah, you're the hero. You're meant to, you know, stand up for this. Just like Jake Gyllenhaal's Bubble Boy where he was, uh, did the, ah, uh, $500. Yeah, there were people doing weird accents in this. Does that kind of count as something? Well, I mean, for this, I think Jackie Chan was originally meant to be, like, one of the main characters, allegedly. Really? That's dumb as yeah. hell. Oh, yeah, fun fact. The two um, neighbors were actually part of uh, Jackie Chan's, like, uh, choreography crew. That's cool. I was going like, to say the choreography was, like, pretty good for what this movie is. Yeah. Like, there's lots of flips and, like, people getting thrown in stuff. Yeah, I don't know what level Jackie Chan was going to be, but he was going to be in this film. He's probably going to be the, the neighbor. <laughs> I don't know. No, he's probably going to... I think he was probably going to be the general. The general? Maybe. Oh, that would make sense, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm looking through this checklist. I don't really know what else there was. They didn't really attack anyone or make fun of anyone. And I didn't see any Weinstein credits. There's no Weinstein credits. Animal abuse? I'm not sure. No, no animal abuse. The, the duck, the was, duck uh, was pretty sad. Well, in the original scripts, that there would have been, but no, not. In this. No, we'll get into that in a sec. <laughs> oh, um, no, I think it's fine. Problematic comedy was. Yeah. It's Disney, you know, what are you going to do? I thought it was going to go into Nazi territory, but... Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I like the payoff for that, though. That was sound fun. of music. Sound of I music. don't like Sound of Music, but I'm okay with referencing it. I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe I'll watch it again. I don't want to see it. I'll it's watch very it. boring. I like boring. I like boring and singing. So you know what? Fair good I don't like movie. singing. I don't like the singing yeah, You don't like that song where it's like, Doe a deer? No, get me out. <laughs> all right um all right go fun facts now it's time for fun facts with patrick mike and henna sorry my screen's turned off i had to wait for it to turn back on <laughs> okay the top fun fact of this movie is the scene where lulu tells uh shane that she thinks he's cute was actually added to the film because in real life the actor morgan york upon meeting Vin Diesel actually said you're so cute oh my god or some, something like that and then Vin Diesel was like thanks like awkwardly so the director put it in the movie what? what do you think about that Mike? I think that's um not the most interesting fact we've had that's the top like the that's the top one. fact yeah, on the IMDB what? why? that's the top one I don't know the next one is uh, they had to shine a red light at Vin Diesel's ear so the duck would actually bite it in the movie. <laughs> Vin Diesel had to get his ear bit for movie. Vin Diesel abuse. 
<laughs> oh, it's problematic now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea to have having a pet duck was introduced by Thomas Lennon and Robert uh, Ben Garrett when their script had Jackie Chan attached. The running joke was Chan's uh-huh. uh, plan to kill the duck and cook it for dinner. Oh, horrifying God. the kids and Jeez. therefore Chan ended up reluctantly keeping uh, and taking care of the pet even when Chan exited the production the writers uh, worked it into the script still there's your problematic comedy yeah I told you <laughs> but, well, it wasn't in the actual movie but it was going to yeah. be originally Re- uh, in the first the scene the cut. ocean is actually a huge swimming pool oh, yeah. that's how they have to do it all the time though in movies so that must have been good VFX then yeah, I thought the star looked pretty good. It had lots of miniatures and stuff. Apparently, uh, Boo Berry cereal is not sold in Canada. The assistants had to drive to Buffalo, New York to get it. Mm, was this from Canada? Hey, Mike, you ready for this exciting fun fact? No. Hannah, do you want to read this one? An actual Navy SEAL was on set. How do you think? Of, how, do you, how do you feel? Um, cool, man. What was his name? <laughs> Uh, when Shane in Peter's room, uh, Lulu asks him about his boobs. On the floor are letter blocks spelling out one race. One race is the production company owned by Vin Diesel. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, it had a race <laughs> written. It's like, which race? A Chinese? <laughs> it's a bit racy. Um, they use the same live duck for the whole movie. I, yeah, I would have guessed that. The duck's got endurance. Oh, but you know, they usually have like a few. Yeah. But um, Mike, if you had to guess one actor who was originally considered for this movie, who would you guess it would be in place of Vin Diesel? In place of Vin Diesel. Yeah. Okay. Either The Rock, Brendan Fraser, or um, oh, he's another like action guy. Well, you got it on the first try. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was originally <laughs> considered oh, okay. to be Shane Wolfe. Instead, he probably would have been casted for Tooth Fairy, I'm guessing. No, he was casted in the game plan. The game plan. game plan, that's right. Yeah, Brendan Uh, Fraser would have been good. Yeah, Brendan Fraser would have been good. I actually would have preferred to see Brendan Fraser in this than... uh, It would have been more endearing. Instead of Vin Diesel being like, hey. I think his delivery would have been better as well. Yeah, he would have fit in this genre better. But he wouldn't have fit as a military man. Oh no, he has played Uh, military man. You could get him to fit. In G.I. Joe. It depends on makeup and then what he's wearing. Yeah, he's been a military I can see man. It. He'd be way more funny than Vin Diesel was in this. Oh, him doing the Peter Panda dance? Yeah. <laughs> They're cute. There's dogs barking. Is okay, that all the facts? Um, oh. No. There's a uh, lot more. The address handed to Shane, blah, 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 so on and so forth, is the real address of the house. <laughs> it's in Toronto. Let's go there. That's not. Uh, the next fun fact is this is Vin Diesel's first Disney movie. If you can believe it. But it wasn't his last. Wait, he did more? Yeah. Marvel. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, Marvel. I'm sorry, I forgot that that was what linked the hell? to Disney. Bruce Willis was considered for the role of Shane Wolf. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Wait, Bruce Willis? Yeah. That would have been awful That's what it movie. says. Yeah. Apparently, as of September 2019, this film has the third highest volume of DVD sales in relation to years since release. This is largely due to Alex Hall, an Australian who claims to own over 1,500 copies. As of May 2019, Hall claims he's added another 967 copies to his collection for a total of over 2,400. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. I want to see this. What's his name? 
Alex Hall. Alex Hall. Like, spelled like Hall? Yeah, actually, like, the actual spelling. Alex Hall. Um, the scene in which Shane teaches Zoe how to drive is to pay homage to Vin Diesel's role as Dominic Toretto in yeah. the Fast and the Furious series. I'm so glad they did that. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. In the movie, Seth stars in the play The Sound of Music, a movie where Christopher Plummer has a first role. The family that Vin Diesel's character uh, protects are the Plummers. So I guess that's why their last name's Plummer, in reference to Christopher Plummer. Fair. Why can't I find anything about this guy who has the pacifier collection? Maybe he doesn't exist. Maybe he's dead. Oh, God. He couldn't pay his medical bills because he was too busy buying 500, or what was it, like 900 <laughs> copies of the pacifier? <laughs> I like this fun fact. In the early version of the script, Seth's name was Todd. Okay. I like that more. Todd Wolf. <laughs> and then it says, yeah, they said in the original script, it was originally Todd was the name. Oh, that's dumb. Yes, yeah, so they changed it to... Sh um, Wait, who's a, who the fuck's Seth? It was Shane I Wolf, know. I was wrong. Seth must be like the old old kid or something, so it was like Todd uh. instead of Seth. Okay. And it says what kind of car he was driving, which, who cares? Car people. What the hell? This is not the only movie that Faith Ford plays a character called Julie. In Beethoven's Fifth, Faith plays Sheriff Julie Dempsey. <laughs> This is a bad fact. And it says the, the make and model of the Toyota thing that they drove for the family. In one scene, Lulu tells Shane, Vin Diesel, that her sister, Zoe, thinks he looks like the Hulk. Vin Diesel does the voice for the character Groot in Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Not even related. He's an Avenger and Hulk happens to be one too. <laughs> Not that even one's related. got a zero of nine found this interesting. Good. Make it zero <laughs> of ten. Cameo. So yeah, the stunt driver was uh, the director. The student driver, sorry. And nice. then we have the spoiler facts. Uh, just to get one shot of the baby falling asleep towards the end of the movie, they had to have a camera on him for four hours. Oh what a waste of film. <laughs> I know. Unless they just didn't keep it running and they just pointed it at him and they, like, rolled when he fell asleep. I don't know. Yeah, apparently they actually shot in a theatre called uh, Theatre Passe Muelli. It's French. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh... When Morgan York and her troop fight the enemies, the crew use 14-year-old girl to do the cartwheels. So that's why, like, when they fight the... The thingos. The boys. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so they did their stunts? Yeah, they had stunt doubles. Oh, stunt doubles, okay. For half the movie, Seth is wearing a wig. The character dyes his hair blonde, but in reality, the blonde oh, hair was Seth. the color of the whole time. See? Yeah. That was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was right, and was the older boy. But yeah, see? He had... Actually, that was his actual color, like the, be the bleach blown. Makes sense. Yeah, and this is the last, the last fact. Four out of, oh, sorry, three out of four people found it interesting. At the end of the movie, 
the North Koreans and Shane's turncoat supervisor are arrested by the FBI, while the prosecuting agency would be NCIS due to the Navy personnel being involved. The FBI is actually merely detaining the criminals until the NCIS <laughs> personnel arrive to take over. Oh my God. Well, what a someone fun is fact. really proud that they knew that, and they're like, we have to <laughs> They know how military jurisdiction works. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's like that with anyone who has like a specific profession watching any movie. Yeah, they have to like put that little fact in, a little factoid yeah. of information that is in their brain. They have to get it out somehow, otherwise they're going to be like, I know this, but nobody else does. They'll have fact angst. Yeah, literally. Cool. What? Um, I was going to say great facts, but I don't think any of them were that great. Except the one. My favorite one was hair. the duck at the ear. Yeah, oh, I like the, the duck. duck one. I like. Oh yeah, Jackie Chan wanting to cook a duck or something. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why he didn't do the movie. Duck. It's like, what is this dumb joke? Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's rate this movie. No, we need to know what Thomas thought. Oh, okay. I don't understand what he was saying. Did you Did you get that, Mike? No, he's speaking Norwegian. I think. Great okay. opinion. <laughs> Can we just do a text-to-speech of Thomas? <laughs> like, just have him speak in Norway, and then... Because uh, <laughs> he's in Norway, he actually will be speaking in Norway. Okay. Um, and then have a text-to-speech, what he said in English. <laughs> Alright. Or just... Oh, no. <laughs> Imagine we don't tell him that, he just speaks in English, and then we have text-to-speech afterwards anyway. Two anyway, things. what does Sammy think? That was just her review of Alvin and the Chipmunks again. <laughs> I know, this bit's getting a bit old. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't think we should do it next week. Maybe we should do a review for uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks 2 next week. Did she do one for Alvin and the Chipmunks 2? I don't know. I we'll can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you rate it? Okay, now we can rate it. Okay, I'll go first. I'll give it a good for what it is. Yeah? Yeah. And what? Can I give it like a... 3% problematic. It's not very problematic at all. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good for, like, a kid's Disney movie type So is it thing. a good for what it is, or what? Yeah, good for what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's all I gotta say about it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Wow. Um, it won me over in the end, I guess. When things I like the happened. dance. When it, I just liked when every, everything was, like, paying off at the end. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Not that it was, like, particularly clever or interesting payoffs but it's still you know made it feel like a movie the director was a fan of uh Chekhov's gun and Chekhov's panda dance um, <laughs> yeah and yeah whatever three percent problematic who cares what do, you, what do you think problematic wise Hannah yeah three wow that's wow. my favorite number good for what it is all around three percent all around what a consistent yeah. movie yeah it's gonna be top five who knows definitely top, top five mm, yeah maybe top ten it's definitely um, hard to hate if it was like a childhood movie that you like grew up watching. And also, it wasn't yeah. really that offensive either. Like some of the performance wasn't amazing, but it's good. Besides that, mm. I thought it was pro-military, but maybe it's not. Who knows? Who cares? I think they just had to get that out of the way because it was like some plot point. I think yeah. they just wanted to have like a character that was, you know, some sort of special ops person. Yeah. That and anyway, had to be for put next week, situation. I've decided on a movie. Uh, what is it? Paul Blart Mall Cop. What? <laughs> <laughs> what a good movie. Yeah, I know, right? Who's it's guesting? Be lit. I don't know. We'll find out. Okay, I guess we will. Maybe we'll get Kevin James himself. <laughs> oh, he makes weird TikToks now where he Does inserts he? himself into movies. He's yeah. on TikTok. <sighs> he makes YouTube content on YouTube 
Oh, sorry, YouTube and TikTok content where he, like, superimposes himself into movies. Yikes. <laughs> movies. And he just reenacts the scene, which is just him instead of one of the actors. Better movies that he's than he's been in. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler's Grown Ups 2. <laughs> Remember he was in Pixels and he plays the president? <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> I yes. love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, see you next week, audience. See you later. Bye-bye now. <laughs>